0: I'm a big boy now. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) welcome to the Grind is Ugly podcast where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. And thank you for tuning in to another great episode of the TGIU podcast. So, and if you're a new listener, TGIU stands for the Grind is Ugly. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it. Recently, uh, and it's a lot of conversation that men aren't going to have, you know, Cause we, you know, it might reveal a little too much, but it, it, this past summer, I would say this past summer, uh, because, you know, I I was working at a pizza shop, uh, very, very briefly. And because I have watched me and my wife's relationship blossom into what it actually could be. And quite frankly, because I've honed in and we've honed in as a family with who we are and what we aren't, integrity, who we are and what we're not, and who we're not, it has helped our family grow. It has helped us grow as a couple. Um, one of the kids at my school, uh, they asked me, Mr. Allen, um, is, 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 is Miss Shay is Miss Shea your, your girlfriend? And they asked me this yesterday. And I said, yeah, she's forever my girlfriend. And I left it at that. And, and when I said that, I, I've never said that before anyway. And quite frankly, more than, more than, if I'm being honest, all the past relationships I ever have, you know how like when you're in the first relationship and like you will literally jump off a cliff if the woman is if, if uh, I, I just don't know if I want to be with you, I'll go jump off a cliff. No, like a dog chasing meat off the cliff. No, no. Everything is everything is a big deal. Oh, she's not talking to me. Oh, my God. Uh, and when I have my brother on the podcast uh, very, very soon, uh, we're going to talk about what he did when 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 he went through some adversity in his relationship. <laughs> hey, Tyler, you know what I'm talking about anyway. So men will go crazy, right? Over relationships. And, and, and one thing, high school relationships are the most toxic, most, most alienating thing on planet earth. Because it's, we're not in a we're not in a space to actually understand. We think possession, you're my girlfriend. So throughout high school, you better not talk to no men and vice versa for the woman. And we're all cheating on each other, by the way, because we're kids. It is not possible. If I'm 16, 17, I- I'm sorry. Like, I-, I-, I don't I don't know if I'm supposed to be able. Anyway, my, my point is, and listen, high school relationships are toxic. That's what I think. And based on what I've seen and what some of you have seen, you know, them high school relationships can be really ugly, really ugly. And they can limit you. And my point in saying that, not just high school, uh, college, or any relationship you have really before marriage, I think sometimes we look at these relationships as as just a relationship. We don't value much of anything. This is a girl. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. This is a girl. That's all this is. Okay, it didn't work out. We might have had sex or whatever, but it didn't work out. On to the next one. And even if honor the next one is three years from the last one, it's still on. It's still OK. Eventually, if this relationship didn't work and I already had sex in this relationship, I'm going to have sex in my next relationship. If that doesn't work, I'm going to have sex in my next relationship. So you just kind of mount up bodies. You kind of mount up baggage and you mount up bitterness. You map up resentful, resentment. And then what happens is one day you find a girl that you decide, you know what? Out of, out of everything that's ever happened to me, I'm just going to dive into this. But what we don't ever discuss what we don't ever discuss, is what happens when you say I do to all the baggage. Does it go away? Does it, does it, uh, what happens with it? It goes right along with you. Whatever you were doing previous before marriage, it will you will still continue to do it. If you're ignorant before, you're ignorant now. The word I do doesn't change anything. I was listening to Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant was talking about discipline and about mentality. And we've all heard, if you watch sports, the Mamba mentality. And I realize now, it's so funny how life works. I used to hate Jay-Z when I was younger. And I loved Lil Wayne. And I loved Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne was easy digestible. and He was spitting bars. And obviously, my old iPod was Lil Wayne. But it was easy. It was dope music. Jay-Z's music, I had to like really listen. And when I was a kid, I didn't want to listen, but I'm a big boy now, right, <laughs> hence the intro. Now, I listen to Jay-Z's music and I all I hear is legacy, black wealth, black empowerment, you know, uh, and, and it's, it's empowering to me. And And Kobe Bryant, the way his mindset is, if you have that winning mindset where you are obsessive about life, there's not, there's not much of anything you're not going to be able to accomplish. There really isn't. And I think that's where I am in my life now. It's like I've had women, I've had cars, I've had new iPhones. I've had, Uh, I have everything. I I, I told this to my mom once. And I, I have everything I ever wanted as a kid. I've gotten all of it. As a kid, I've gotten all of it. Everything that the world and society told me I needed to have to be X this, X this, I have it. And what you find is, then what? Who are you once you have it? And what you find is you got all these things and you're like, okay, uh, okay, okay this, isn't, this, isn't, this isn't satisfying me. And not only is it not satisfying me, it, it it isn't all that I thought it was. And then you start you more experiences, the more responsibilities and responsibility is not a negative. It's a, it's a positive. But I used to look at it as a negative. I used to look at it as I have a wife and kids. And as much as I would say that's a positive in my brain, I was thinking I have a wife and kids. So, no, I can't do this. No, I can't do that. And I'm not talking about with women. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about I, I, well, I can't Yeah, other people get to do this, but I can't because I'm married now. Or, or yeah, Shayla can't go here no more because we're married. And Shayla, you need to you need to like you. You put all these limits. You put all this baggage based on what you saw growing up, based on what you uh, consume growing up. Because a lot of us blame our parents for things, but we don't blame our coworker or our friend, or classmate that t- put us on the porn. That wasn't my mom and dad, that, that could have been Johnny. Johnny put me on the porn. So I could blame my mom for why I have a women issue or my dad, because my dad did this to my mom, mom did this, and I'm not talking about my parents, I'm just talking about in general. But what if it was just, yo, you're addicted to porn and you see every woman as disposable? So don't blame your mom and your dad, blame the fact that Sally put you on this and now you can't get off it. Same for liquor, weed, same for cussing, same for all the things that we do and the habits we pick up. We want to put a blame to them. I do this with my wife because I saw this then. And we don't ever say to ourselves, what if like I just learned this and this is me? What if my actions are directly determining what's gonna happen for me? You know. I used to get mad at Shayla, and Shayla would tell me all the time, like, well, Kyle, I'm going to respond based on how, uh, you know, you are to me. So if if you're coming at me aggressive, well, you know, and I used to say, well, no, because this is what I've been taught. Well, no, even if I'm, you know, if a man, I'm thinking about this, or I'm going through this, and I come home, and you know I'm a little agitated. You shouldn't be agitated. You should understand, cause I'm a man, and that like I can be snappy with you, because you know I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm going. And again, those are social constructs. I've learned. I've learned that when a man is going through it, cause you know we we give me you know you need to just kind of let me do that. And the problem is, okay, even a lot of women do. Okay, let me let me let me be a little mean. Okay, cool. I'm mean, right? Now, I've been married long enough now to know. And some men, you've been in a relationship with, with a woman long enough to know. Yeah, you, they may let you, okay, yeah, you, yeah, I know you're going through so much. And they might even understand. They might even understand you. They, they, they might, they might completely understand. But boy, when they call their girlfriends, their sister, their auntie, and yo mama, they will complain about you. And the complaint sometimes for a woman is enough. They can go back to their regular scheduled programming and they're fine. But what happens when it's not enough? And it won't be, and then they blow up on you. And you're thinking, I thought it was all good. And this could be vice versa for a man too, don't get it twisted. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Where a man can feel like, hey, I'm letting you get away with anything. And mind you, those are the words I used. I'm letting you get away with, right? Which is like almost like a slave. Hey, you ran away, lad, and I ain't going to beat you, boy. I'm I'm, I'm, going to just put you in the hole. That's what that sounds like. And what I think I'm saying is I'm a big boy now. I don't need to be possessive. All those things that plagued me with my own person, with my own conscience, with the guilt I have. And that's something we don't talk about enough as humans, guilt, guilt. I know I'm doing, I know I ain't doing this right. I know, uh, and I know I could have did this, but I didn't rise to the occasion. Oh, I did do this. And then you think, well, you can't ever move forward because people have a perception of you. And unfortunately I grew up in the same church for 30 years. I've known the same people for 30 years. It's hard to beat a perception, especially when you're young and they watch you grow. It is really hard for them to not see you as what you were when you were eight, 15, 22, 24. And I'm in that weird age now, my people, where it's like I'm old, I'm old, but I'm young, but I'm not young and I'm not old. I'm like caught in between nowhere. I don't have a lot of 28-year-old people that do what I do. There's not a lot of people my age that are married with children, at least that I know. And the ones that are, I try to talk to them as much as possible. It's like, as a kid, you want relationships because you just want to be in the know. Now, I just want to do grown things with my grown people friends. I don't care about drama. I don't care about gossip, I don't care about beef, I don't care about nothing that happened 30 years ago, 20 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, a year ago. Who cares? And I think that's one of the biggest issues I have, is it's like, yo, people are literally stuck. Five years ago, this happened. Yo, no one cares. The sun goes down and it goes up every day. And if you continue to think about it and and just get mad and want to have a problem with, you know, this happens. And that was years ago. No one cares. And that's the that's the part where I had to get comfortable with is, OK, we've been friends forever. Maybe we ain't no more. And maybe friends, maybe. I mean, I, you're at this age, too. I'm at this age now. And some of you will really understand this where. A friend is only a friend to you if you don't have to talk to them every hour. I don't want friends that I have to talk to every day. I really don't. And and, and the thing is, what I wanna do with my friends is meet and go out to dinner. And we just, every month we go out to dinner or we go, go shoot some golf or we go hoop or we go, uh, you know, we, we just do different things. I don't want to talk to anyone anymore every day. But my wife, my children, and my girls that I coach, and my mother. I don't. I, I don't need to talk to anyone else in any, every day of my life. I just don't. But I do want to meet. My, my point is, I hope y'all. I think I'm at a crossroads, my people. I. Not. I'm not at a crossroads. I crossed the road. And I'm now in a space where I feel like I'm grown. I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear your drama. I don't want to know. I don't care who you caught. I don't care. There are people that are living their lives to ruin other people's lives. That's their, they are literally alive to ruin other people's lives. And that's a sad thing, man. And and bitterness and guilt, and it will corrode you. Let it go and grow up. Let's chase tangible things that we can grasp with our hands, you know, because the next generation is coming up, my people, and I don't wanna leave my, I don't wanna, I don't want to, I don't want to leave my family divided. There's not a woman alive that I'm going to ruin my family for. There's not a a, a vice alive That I'm willing to ruin my family for. And there was a time that was not the case. Period. It just wasn't the case. I didn't look at this as, I looked at it like just something you're doing. Like, I don't know how to explain. It was, it's like, yeah, I'm married, I have kids, and I have, but this is, it's just, that's just something. Now I look at it as everything. It's my legacy. It's my legacy. And I want us to start. TGIU listeners, let's start thinking about legacy and not about the newest iPhone. Mahalo, thank you for listening. Please like, please share, please comment on this podcast. Please, thank you for listening to the TGIU podcast, where your host is a big boy now.